Howdy folks, my name is Jonathan Kine. Here at Cryptocurrency Wire, we cover the latest news in the blockchain market while also helping innovators in the space reach large audiences in the mainstream, particularly those interested in finance. Cryptocurrency Wire is just one of 50 plus brands part of the Investor Brand Network, a platform that we've been developing for more than 15 years now. Collectively, these 50 plus brands have more than 2 million social media likes and followers. And when one of our clients or event partners has news, we offer direct reach to these audiences, as well as article syndication to thousands of news outlets such as Apple News and MarketWatch. If you want to reach new audiences with your next big announcement or need a multifaceted communications plan that incorporates original content creation, Visit us online at CryptocurrencyWire.com. You can also get the latest news by following us on Twitter at CryptoNetWire. Folks, welcome back to the Wild West Crypto Show. I'm Drew. I'm Brent. And we have with us Jonathan Kime from Cryptocurrency Wire, who, you know, Brent every week gives us the latest in the oh, graph. Yeah. And I actually follow up with a lot of this oh, stuff. Oh, yeah. Brent. I'm telling you, good stuff. Always good stuff. Jonathan, how are you doing? Oh, pretty good. I've got some more good stuff on the way. You do. Let's <laughs> let's dive into that. So, billionaire Mark Cuban says Bitcoin is better than gold. You know, I'm starting to like him a little bit more. <laughs> Tell us about that. Well, of course, everybody here on the show knows that. Uh, But for the non-crypto nerds out there, having someone like Mark Cuban say this is a very big deal. The main points he brought up were the ease of storage, transfer, and trade. Obviously, some factors like divisibility being a key factor in that trade aspect. Uh, But in contrast, he said that the biggest challenge is that you don't have William Devane type commercials and all the people who believe gold is an inflation hedge. However, we might not see as many believers in gold status as the number one store of value going forward since the price performance doesn't seem to even be keeping up with uh, the raw materials as inflation rages on. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, and you know, you look at a chart of gold and, and, um, and, you know, and I mean, it's done well of late, but still, yeah, comparatively. Uh, it, it's not, you know, you look at a chart of it, you look at a chart of Bitcoin, you ask yourself which one you want. <laughs> Even Mark Cuban can figure that out. Yeah, and, and you know, I, I hand it to Mark because he's he started a couple of years ago, I think, where he was selling memorabilia. I mean, you can actually use cryptocurrencies in, in exchange with the Mavericks and everything else. So so he's a guy, you know, he's an outside-the-box thinker, but it's it's quite a statement for him to come in and say Bitcoin's better than gold. So kudos to him. Yeah, well, and you know, if you think about it, you know, I made all of his money selling selling a company to Yahoo that Yahoo never ended up using. Yeah. So, so he's 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 always very forward thinking and and tech savvy. So I yeah. can certainly understand that. Let's go to the second one. City launches digital assets group within their wealth management division. So here we go. Some more of them jumping into the pond. Tell us about this one. According to Coindesk, this new unit will focus on all aspects of the fast-growing space of blockchain-enabled finance. Cryptocurrencies, NFTs, stablecoins, and central bank digital currencies were all mentioned, so it definitely seems like they're going all in here. Wow. What's interesting about that to me is 
they're even diving into the NFT piece of this thing, which, which I, I, you know, to me personally, and we're involved in the NFT space, but to me personally, that's the big roll of the dice. That's picking the, that's yeah. picking the green on the roulette wheel, you know? So that's very interesting. Oh, I agree. Well, and you know, the, the funny thing is, you know, when we first started the show four years ago, all the banks were poo-pooing it and, you know, so they tried to get it outlawed. They tried to see if they could buy it. And now all of a sudden what they're realizing is they better figure out how to merge it into their business model mm -hmm. and create another division, which, you know, here again, you got their wealth management division doing this, create another division that they can start to gain revenues out of getting involved because the last thing they can afford to do is be completely out of the game and have no way to make any kind of revenues uh, off of this emerging asset class. So um, it's it's kind of expected, but it, it is it is good to see. Yeah, and, and Jonathan, let me ask you, did, did they give any uh, info in there? So they're doing this within the wealth management division. Are they, not, are they only going to let uh, accredited investors participate in this? At this point, uh, the word is select. So I'm not sure what gets you access, but, you know, it, it's a first step forward. Yeah, yeah. No, kudos to them. Brent, get this last one. Two blockchain bills pass in the U.S. House, and they head for the Senate. Uh, so tell us about these two blockchain bills. To give just a quick summary, the Blockchain Innovation Act would require the Department of Commerce and the FTC to put together a report on blockchain's use and trade and to fight fraud. And then the Digital Taxonomy Act, on the other hand, starts off with the proposition that the use of digital currencies and tokens and blockchain technology is likely to increase in the future before mandating that the FTC assemble a report on deceptive practices in the crypto markets. While we don't know what will happen to these bills when they go into the Senate, there's definitely continuing conversation about blockchain in DC. Oh, very interesting. So, you know, and I have to tell you, the best wordsmiths on the planet are our legislators. <laughs> so now we're talking about the taxonomy yeah, of this. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you know I, I hand it to them for innovation. You know, Jonathan, we've talked about this candidly both on camera and off. And that is the U.S. is painfully slow in their uptake of cryptocurrencies, which I really think is the detriment to the, to the country as a whole. But, you know, we've got to see things moving forward. And hopefully it's with sensibility and logic and not oppressive, you know, regulations. We've been hearing stuff, especially coming out of this administration, and I don't know which way to look. Yeah, and I'll tell you the other thing is when you, when you get right down to it, you know, at, at some point they've got to engage and they've got to embrace. Yeah. And, and there's only so, so long that you can kind of just keep it at an arm's length and keep kicking the can down the road because other countries are not only – worried about legislation, they're actually adopting it as their currency. Yep. That's right. Yeah. Good stories, Jonathan. Continued forward progress in them in this market space. So, you know, once again, we appreciate it. And I'm sure we'll have more next week. Absolutely. See you then. See you then, right, Jonathan. Good deal. Thank bye you, bye. Jonathan. Wildwest Crypto Show will be back here in two minutes.